Welcome to Tacapella, a podcast for the acapella community where we examine the culture as well as the ins and outs of vocal music, along with the people who are working to shape it. I'm one of your hosts, Alicia Edwards. Joining me, as always, is my good friend... Brian Alexander. Brian, how are you doing today? I am like so excited just because we are like a few days away from my all-time favorite holiday, so I'm in a pretty good mood right now. <clears throat> okay, I have a confession to make. It better not be anything slanderous against Thanksgiving. I never caught the Thanksgiving bug. What? What are you talking about? I mean, like, people are like, oh yeah, Thanksgiving's everyone's favorite holiday. I'm like, eh. What? There's no eh that should ever be used in the I, same I sentence as food. I love food and I love time off of work and I love Black uh -huh. Friday shopping, but that's... <laughs> but you don't love the actual, like day the celebration of it is that what you're if, trying to tell me i'm not gonna say anything because if i do it's gonna get political real quick is that where we're at with things yeah okay so touchy subject okay well alicia how are you doing today <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm good i'm good i am excited to have some time off from work i'm excited to spend time with family there are a lot of things i'm thankful for i don't want like my not 100% love for Thanksgiving to make people think I am not grateful for anything. <laughs> I could already um, feel the ideas like swarming here. So there's I'm like glad so you much shade statement. being thrown at you through my <laughs> microphone and the screen. I mean, things are good. We're on, I mean, not really lockdown in Utah. We are like, there's a governor's order to stay home if you can. Don't visit anyone outside of your household until mm -hmm. I think two days from now. So wow, that's well, that's safe. That's not, and, not too yeah. bad, but who knows? Maybe it'll get extended. Yeah, that time, won't time will tell. change my Thanksgiving plans at all. <laughs> I, I didn't figure that it probably well, would. Well, I have but, every intention yeah. of going up to my in-laws' house. So Well, good. Well, I I'd hope you I'd, have a good I'd, holiday. Thank you, know? you. You too. I'd say I'd spend it with my parents, but I'm just kidding. They're in Virginia. So, yeah, not happening. Yeah. So, Alicia, yeah. who do we have the pleasure of speaking we to We actually today? have a group that's local to the state that I'm in, so that's really exciting for me. They describe themselves on their website as an all-vocal band creating rad harmony, gnarly beats, and wicked sound. We have all six members of Vocalocity. We've got Amanda Tesh, Jake Tesh, Sarah Burton, Ryan Brierly, Ethan Holiday, and Scott Oster-Miller. And they are based in Layton, which is probably about maybe 45 minutes away from where I live. How are y'all doing today? Good, good, I'm good. So, super excited so to be good. here. Thank you so much for coming. I messaged them on Facebook and I was like, I hope they see this and don't think I'm like some crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes our requests like fall on deaf ears. They're like, oh man, we would love to get that group. And like, like, no, not, not going to happen ever. So. And then like, I saw that they had seen my message and I'm like, oh. You feared that you were being left on read? Is that what you're you saying? I was one of those people for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are really excited to have you guys on the show today. So thank you so much for coming. Tuning in. Uh, joining the Zoom? Is that what? Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, the right, that's the right wording I wanted, I wanted to use. Thank you. To get started, I'd like each of you to tell us about your musical background and how you got involved in acapella, as well as how you found Vocalocity. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll start. I'm This is Jake Tesh. I've been singing since, my mom tells me I've been singing since I was two or three, but I, I was involved in several community choirs, a local choir here called Kids Are Music. I was in that from first grade up until I graduated from high school. And then I was involved also in, you know, chamber choir and other choirs and musical theater at school and so yeah i've been singing my whole life and it's just a part of who i am and i got involved in acapella after i got married i my brother and i joined a group called tongue tied and that eventually formed turned into vocalocity so i've been with ryan in in this group for 15 years 
You're both wearing Vocalocity hats, aren't you? Uh, Scott and I are, that yes. Oh my awesome. gosh, all three three of you. Oh, Ryan is too. Oh, nice. Ethan's not. Sarah, are you wearing a Vocalocity hat too? No. No, you're not, but that's okay. It, I mean, just like hide the logo and then we'll think that it's Vocalocity hat. I think this is the very first time <laughs> I love a group it. has like worn their like apparel on the show. So this is pretty awesome. I'm, I'm sorry to official. our guests. Through a rebrand. We went through see, a but... rebrand and we're super excited about everything. Sure. I got <laughs> I, I just wore the hat because I'm bald and if, and with the lighting here, just be blinding for all you guys. So. I get it. Be distracting for everyone. Yeah. Shiny object. Ah! <laughs> I love it. So that was Jake. Let's go. Let's go to Amanda next. I'm assuming you two are married. We are married. Okay. Yes. okay. So I also grew up singing. My mom made me sing for the store clerks all while I was little, like she would make me sing for everybody that we, wow. we saw. Yeah. We would be, we would just be at Nordstrom or wherever. And she would make me sing for the girls selling the clothes. But anyway, so nice. I grew up singing my whole life. I have a bunch of sisters and we would sing everywhere. And in high school, I was guitar songwriter. Wow. And so I did, I did a lot of that mostly through high school, college. And then I married Jake and he joined this acapella group. And then I just kind of became this supportive wife, mother. I brought the kids to all the shows. We were at all the rehearsals. We were just super involved with his acapella life. It was our acapella life. And when we regrouped about three years ago, we had four kids at the time and Jake said, Amanda, you have to sing with us. You have to sing with us. <laughs> and so I'm like, I think I'm at a place where I could totally do that. So I joined the group just a few years ago, and it's just been a really growing and amazing experience. I love it. I mean, when you're a singer, singing is part of your identity. It's just part of who you are. And all those years that I wasn't singing, I just knew something was missing. So, so it feels good. Feels good to That's be awesome. singing. Yeah. All right. How about we go to Ethan? Yeah. So I guess like everyone else, I've been singing forever. My parents told me that growing up, I'd always correct them if they ever sang with me. If they like <laughs> sing the wrong words, they'd like sing a wrong word. And I'd be like, no, it's this, not this. I was like very nice. particular. Even to this day, if I hear like someone singing the wrong lyrics, I'll be like, ooh, like it'll like get me a little bit. I am fun. with you like, on if that. It's, like if it's off just <laughs> slightly or if it's like glaringly wrong. It depends. It depends okay. on, like, sometimes, like, with some artists, you can't even understand a single word they say. <laughs> I make stuff up, you too. You just made so me realize fine, one of my but... biggest pet peeves is when people don't know, like, the words to songs, and I, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I, I know. The worst oh, is the national good. anthem when people mess oh, that up. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's bad. But, yeah, no, I've just been singing my whole life. I've just been in choir forever, and I've loved it. I haven't been – I really haven't sung in an acapella group until Vocalocity, like – Unless our choir did like an acapella like piece, but that was never like me singing a bass line from a pop song. It was always like something choral. So this is like my first actual acapella experience and it is literally a dream come true. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. I just have to say something that I think is really cool about Ethan. He was the Sterling Scholar for music and for a bass to be the Sterling Scholar in music, I just think that that's really, really cool. That's I'm really like cool. super embarrassed because I don't know what that is. But it sounds really cool. Well, in in high school, you get this award, the Sterling Scholar Award for a certain oh. subject. And it's just kind of like this, I don't know, it's just this honor. Like, uh, yeah. This is, for several, 
Okay, this is got to be local to Utah. Is it? it is. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. I'm not, I'm not from Utah, and I'm like, I've never heard of that. I just thought it yeah. was Utah. But anyway, like I just a, thought that's that was really, really cool. cool. For a base to, I mean, it's just kind of, you don't, bases don't usually get the Sterling Scholar for music. So anyway, I just thought that was right. something cool. That, <laughs> that was impressive. That was impressive. It's very so true. I'm just going to say, anything. for those who don't know, like I did not know prior to today, the Sterling Scholar Award is a local award to Utah, and it's based on different subjects. And so for music, Amanda was saying it's rare for a bass to get it, which I think is so lame because basses are awesome. I was a female bass in my collegiate group. And, and so so well done. That's very cool. <laughs> Thank you. I lucked out. That's for sure. It's also really fun for those people that aren't listening, looking at Ethan. How old are you, Ethan? 22? 21. <laughs> 21. Whoa! He, he's got like this baby face, but he's got this booming bass voice. And, and, like, I, it, it's really surprising. It's I, think, like, I love it. Like in our music video, if you watch it, like you, you don't expect to hear that we just want to dance. You know, like that, that really low <laughs> resonating voice to come out of this baby face kid. It's it's really fun to get people's reactions to like, wait, he's the he's the bass? It's going to be Scott. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Baby face bass. That's me. <laughs> Let's make a t-shirt right now. I feel like that's been a perfect segue to, to go to Scott next. Okay. Like everybody else, I've been singing basically my whole life. I grew up in a really musical family and I actually got to sing in a children's choir for in the Salt Lake Tabernacle when I was seven, I think. It was a lot of fun and did, you know, uh, musical theater through junior high, high school and some community community theater. Like Ethan, though, this is my first actual acapella group experience. I've been a fan of acapella music ever since I was old enough to know what it was. My first exposure, I guess, would would have been watching Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego and hearing Rockapella yes. sing the theme song. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit there, but uh, yeah, I have absolutely loved acapella music since I was a kid. And I became involved with Vocalocity right when COVID hit the States. <laughs> and so it was kind of interesting. They were advertising for a baritone and I came and tried out and was lucky enough to get in. Unfortunately, like all of our shows canceled that summer. So it was a little interesting <laughs> trying to get everything ready. But yeah, it's been, like Ethan said, a dream come true to be able to do this. It's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Sweet. Let's so go, Ryan. I have been around for a minute. A lot longer than Ethan. <laughs> so I'll date myself a little bit. When I started listening to acapella music and actually kind of seeing what the acapella thing was and was really interested, I actually got a cassette tape. They'll tell you a little bit about it. This cassette tape had a yeah. group called oh, the boy. Trench Coats before they were the Coats. And there was this song on there. And literally, I can remember hearing the first song. It was the goodness, that Your Joy. It was kind of this acapella ode to even acapella and then their next song was literally called acapella and i was just like these guys are unbelievable oh my gosh and then the next song was i can see clearly now and there is this thing at the end of the song um, oh, nice. that they had arranged where they hold out this note just forever but they're changing chords throughout it and i'm like what in the world is this it was nothing like i'd ever huh. heard and so i was like man i've got to figure something out so of course being in high school first thing i did was started asking all of my friends to listen to this tape and kind of passed it around a little bit and we put together a little group called the tangents 
and where we came up. This so was in high school? The group called The Tangents, okay. and the reason that we called ourselves The Tangents is every acapella group that we went and saw around that time, between songs, would talk forever. They were just this random, like, I don't know if you know that. I mean, there's still acapella <laughs> groups like that today, but they will be like, and it will be yes, nothing yes, to do are. with anything of the show. It'll just be somebody says something and then they'll start chatting and, and it gets kind of off, off the rails real quick. So we thought that was hilarious and original, but I don't know, it was kind of fun. So then after high school, we kind of, a few of us went our ways and we started uh, a little group called Tongue Tied and Tongue Tied, we kind of moved around a little bit. A few of us moved. And so when we had tongue tied, three or two of us lived in Utah and three of them lived in Idaho. And we're talking like Rexburg, Idaho. So it was, it was a three and a half hour drive every other weekend to make this group work for about three years. So while people were in college and whatnot. So, I mean, there, it was what it was. Came up with a lot of ideas while we were driving and, and that, so it wasn't too bad. Then most of us all moved back to Utah northern utah and that's where we picked up jake and his bro and we got those guys in and it was tongue-tied we changed our name to tongue-tied because that was again just hilarious we thought it was just so funny and so original and everybody would listen to us just because we were called you know tongue-tied and we were singing well that was just funny <laughs> so ryan is it safe uh, to yeah, say you've, you've been safe, the group the longest safe. so very cool but i'm glad we kept it going i'm glad i'm glad i've you know, I've had the opportunity to be in a group and, and perform for people for so long. And, and this group is just taking it up a notch. And so when we started Vocalocity a few years back, we really kind of looked around and said, okay, a couple of people left the group because of jobs. There's always those. And I feel in like the acapella world, that it's awesome to be in a group. And then somebody in the group, and there's six people in the group or five people in the group, somebody gets an opportunity they just can't turn down. There's those things that happen. And when those things that happen, you have to kind of regroup and say, okay, do we keep things going? Do we change? Do we become a four-part group or a three-part group or a seven-part group? Or, you know, it, it just changes the dynamic completely because everybody in the group has that one specific thing they do really well. So when one person moves it, or, or leaves or gets a job that they just can't turn down, it, it can change it. But sometimes it's definitely for the better. And I think this group that we have here is the best ever. So anyways, that's my back. Uh, that we have here is the best ever. So anyways, that's my back. Okay. <laughs> I hate going after Ryan. I've been with Philosophy for about a little over a year. No, actually, yeah, a little over a year now. It's kind of funny because I'm actually related to Jake and Amanda. I don't know what we are, second cousins or something, Jake. You'll have to. <laughs> you are, yes. Jake and Sarah something. are first cousins once removed. Oh, okay. okay. Sarah's dad is Jake's first cousin. <laughs> okay, okay, very cool. And I had actually, Jake's group, when it was years ago, had actually performed at my hometown things and I had seen them and I had heard them and I always thought that they were so cool and they were so amazing. And I grew up singing, just like everybody said, just I was in lots of children's choirs. I was in the International Children's Choir. And when I was with them, we actually had the opportunity to go and perform in the World Choir Olympics in Xiamen, China. And that was a really nice, cool experience nice. for me. Okay. I think I kind of took it for granted because I was like 12. I think if I were to go back <laughs> to China now, I would have been like, whoa, we're singing on the Great Wall. <laughs> like, I'm so hot. This is such a long day. So, um, <laughs> 
those kind of things just kind of like shaped my love for music. And I did a lot of community theater, tried to do a little bit of theater in college for a year. And then I saw that Vocalocity was having auditions and I just needed that that music back in my life, something that keeps me myself, if that makes sense, because I'm a mom now and it's kind of easy to get lost, to lose yourself a little bit. So I saw that they're having auditions and I just thought I would try and take a chance and I ended up, so I ended up getting in and it's just been the best thing ever. We've been able to sing for so many people and bring so many people so much joy and it's so fun. It keeps me Like I said, I can be myself. It's something that's just mine. And we've just become a family. We've gone through a lot in the last year that I've... (laughs) Yeah, we've gone through a lot of members. We've gone through COVID and we've just come out stronger. And I feel like it's the best, It's in my opinion, the best it's ever been. So it's been so much fun and I'm super grateful for it. And thank you all so much for sharing. I love that we got to just learn a little bit about how you all found your way through music and how it kind of brought you to the group. I don't think that we always get the chance to explore that with our guests. But I wonder if we can, now that knowing a little bit individually about you all, kind of bring that full circle with the group. So Vocalocity, we know that it's been around for about 15 years now. And we know over the last 15 years, man, music has just like completely changed and just morphed into this new thing and these new styles. And of course, with that, acapella has followed suit as well when like the acapella scene has morphed as well and done all these cool different things. And how does the group like continue to evolve, given that you all have been around? for this amount of time, as well as with the change of music. I can speak to that a little bit. So we're constantly looking at ways we can improve the group. And one of the main ways is to introduce new songs into our repertoire, uh, whether that be recording or live shows or whatnot. So I know for me, I created a playlist and anytime I hear a song that I think would be awesome i drop it in that playlist and, and then we consider it right and so it's like andy in the office i don't know if you guys are office fans he's he talks about how every song is better acapella name a song and it's better acapella right i i think that all the time like i can't list not listen to music and think of how it could translate into acapella so that is genius i'm going to start doing that yeah i just have this folder and i'm like oh this is great the other night scott texted me like hey this is this song would be great we got to do this so i dropped it in our folder so i think that helps us stay a little bit more current we also in vocalocity recognize that music is so nostalgic for people and so we try to do a lot of throwback songs from the 80s from the 70s or whatnot and that's kind of become a part of who we are these these throwback retro songs another thing that we've done as and involved as a group is we've added two female artists to our group in amanda and sarah we used to be an all-male vocal group and i think adding these guys to our group has really revolutionized our sound and what about maybe the because i know that some of you all have been around a lot longer than others maybe even some of the new people what have you what have you seen has been kind of the change and the the elements that have kind of morphed since your time of joining the group with vocalocity well for me i'm one of the newer but we've just we've had every year we've had somebody leave and then somebody come in and somebody leave and somebody so we've had to kind of start this group over a number of times meaning i mean some of it is the same music but some of it isn't and so over the last three years that i've been in i think our sound has changed a lot actually over the last few years and so most mainly just because of vocal style and whatever but when we added sarah as our soprano i just think that that just 
heightened our sound just because then you've got this spectrum of notes, you know, how many octaves, four or five octaves we can span. And so I just, I think that, I think adding the high, the high soprano and Ethan, of course, can go really low. Anyway, <laughs> I just think for, for us as a group, I feel like that was what has transformed us and changed us over the last few years. Yeah, I know that can like that can do something like quite drastic to a group when you're kind of reformatting those voices like that. I don't I don't know many groups that have that have just kind of not only changed the lineup, but like change like the vocal layout of the group, which can make a big difference. So that, that's really important. Well, one person can throw off the blend, you know, and every individual voice changes it. Somebody join our group and it just they've been in for a couple of months and we recognized we, we can't move forward with this person because this person would have changed our sound drastically. And mm-hmm. so we, we had to, to move on. And that was difficult to do, but I'm grateful we found Ethan. So, yeah. I think people don't realize, too, is that when someone does join or leaves or whatever, that everybody has to adapt to that and, like, learn a new part. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. It's been it's been really amazing, though. Like, I think everybody's really stepped up to the plate. And for me, I've only been in here for about a little over a year. And I can just say, compared to last year, oh, man, how we have grown. We have grown so much. We're, we've been trying to evolve, you know, stepping up our social media game, stepping up our current songs game. I feel like we have grown immensely even in the way that we perform the way that we speak we're really polishing everything and making it very professional and likable and so i've been really proud so proud to be in this group we're constantly <laughs> trying to, to we're constantly it's all about presentation and we're constantly trying to I- improve our presentations so. mm-hmm. which is really important i can also yeah. say that that we have to learn like not just new arrangements but new songs in general like the video that we just released that we built this city I told the group when we when I joined, I had never actually heard that song in general. No. Like I had never knowingly heard or listened to that song ever. Man. Until I joined the group. And so yeah, I, I'd never heard We Built the City until we started singing. I was like, I have no idea how this song goes. I thought my parents had great great musical taste raising me, but I'm not as musical as I thought, I guess. Well, on that note, things just got really awkward. So we're gonna take a break. <laughs> but don't go anywhere because we'll be right back on Tacapella. Justin Glodich has done a lot in music, directed a collegiate group, performed on a reality TV show, and now he's in the classroom as a music educator, and he's got a show all about it. Aka Education focuses on how to bring contemporary acapella into music classrooms, and you can hear it right here, Thursdays at 7 p.m. East, 4 p.m. West, and again on rebroadcast Sundays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. East, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. West. It's also part of the Acaville Podcast Network at podcast.acaville.org. Welcome back to Tacapella. Thanks for joining us back on the show. We have been speaking with members of Vocalocity out of Utah. (laughs) And I really love that first segment because we really just got to learn kind of the individual stories of the members of the group and how they found their way through music as well as found their way to Vocalocity, which is something that I think it's really important to explore as musicians is, you know, how do you arrive at the point that you are now? And so we're going to continue this conversation with them. And I think it's only fitting that we really just dive a little bit more into why they create music, why they are who they are, basically. And so 
We're going to look at a quote that you all have on your website and reads, we sing because it's what we've always done. We sing because when we aren't singing, something is missing. Vocalocity is the means to stay connected to the notes, chords, rhythms, and harmonies of our youth. When we are under the warmth of the stage lights with a captive audience, we feel right at home. Man, what a statement. I don't know who is who you have on your PR team, but that is just genius right there. That'd be Jake. What a wordsmith. <laughs> that is awesome. Man. Yeah. Okay. Now we have to like up our like whole level of doing like PR and stuff with any groups I'm a part of from now on because I just, is it? Okay. Yeah. No, Brian. Oh, I am in marketing, but I'm like, okay. I don't think I've ever written something like that. Just like that eloquent. So that's just really interesting. And so with that, I think 2020, like we've all found that a lot has been missing like severely and our lives have been turned upside down. Utah right now we know is under mass mandate, which we talked about a little bit earlier. And so I'm wondering how have you all been able I to cope with everything that this year has kind of brought on how have you stayed connected to the music that you're all performing and creating even if you haven't been able to rehearse together on a consistent basis for us when it first hit that was when scott and ethan joined us Man. back in the spring and we would actually go to the park and we'd all stand more than six feet apart and that was how actually Scott auditioned was at a park. That's, a, that's all, amazing. All separated. Damn. We could still kind of hear each other. We were kind of around this huge pavilion, so it would kind of echo inside the pavilion. But we still, we social distanced. <laughs> we wore masks. We, but we still just kept singing. We kept singing through personal tragedy. We kept singing through all this COVID and alone and all summer, our show after show getting canceled. We just kept coming together as was safe and possible, but we just kept singing. And a lot of these, well, the, these two <laughs> new group members, they had to do a lot on their own. A lot of individual preparation too. And kudos to them because they learned the music really, really fast for not having, you know, we kept thinking, well, maybe this show will hold. Maybe this show will stick. Maybe this show and they just... <laughs> we did have a couple of shows that did hold when, when it was safe to do that. Later in the summer. Later, yeah, late, like August. Really? Which, which I'm ones? curious, which ones? So we, we performed at a summer concert series. It was outside, and so everyone was socially distanced. And then in Lehigh? Also- in Lehigh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then in Layton, at the Layton Amphitheater, they could only fill the stadium to 30%, or the amphitheater to 30% capacity, but we were able to hold it. <laughs> wow. Okay. And masks were mandatory. Yeah. Uh, yeah and sense. then we also did a benefit concert for mine and Amanda's niece, where we got permission from the health department to do that. I saw about that. That's remarkable so i'm wondering because uh, amanda you mentioned like uh, the, the newer members having to kind of also make these new adjustments that you know maybe the older members the more seasoned members then you know aren't used to and so i'm wondering like ethan you know what what was that experience like for you it was pretty crazy i mean in the midst of COVID, i was curious to know if we were going to do any shows but we had that lehigh one planned and they're like we were actually planning on having another base uh, fill in for me because I joined like a month before that show hit and so just like as soon as I got in they gave me the music and I just went to work learning the music listening to it at work in my car just like practicing my parts over and over and over again and we were gonna have just a bass do the whole another bass that was in the group do the whole show but his name's James he sings with Eclipse 6 right now oh he nice. kind of okay. he gave me some pointers and tips when I started singing with Vocalocity and about I don't know, a few weeks before the show, a couple weeks before the show, he was like, 
guys, like, Ethan can sing bass. Like, he can do this show. Like, he's ready. And I was like, if you say so, man, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so he said that two weeks before the show, and by the time you joined, you had a month to go. So within two weeks, he was like, yeah. oh, he's ready to go. Yeah. Wow. Really I'm quickly. blown away. That's amazing. Singing bass isn't as hard as you think. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've sang bass, but not, not as low as a man's voice no. can go. It was a lot of hard work, but it was so much fun. And... I mean, we made it work with the cards that we were dealt with, and I mean, it worked out great. Just been riding the wave ever since. So I'm curious with kind of like the performing part during the pandemic, because I, I don't think I've got to speak to a lot of groups who've done a lot of live performances. What's the energy like? Do you have to like change that up at all, given that everyone knows what the climate is? And, you know, the so I don't know if the social distancing kind of plays any kind of role in that, because, you know, people, you know, you get energy by being close to one another. And so I'm curious, you know, what's the energy like at a show during the pandemic? I would actually I, say that the energy is more present than previous shows that we had done because people are so thankful and excited to get together and to have something to look forward to because I think that's been the most thing with COVID is everything that you're looking forward to. Like all of our shows, oh, just canceled. And this next thing canceled. And now Thanksgiving, blah, 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 all these things. So I actually think every show that we've done from my personal point of view, people are up and dancing and enjoying it more mm. than ever because they've missed it so yeah yeah it, like sarah said it, i think uh, granted i haven't been in the group prior to COVID, so maybe my levels are off but yeah i, I totally think people are, are more eager and more engaged in what we're doing because they've been missing it but on the flip side of that when we have shows where everybody has to have a mask on it becomes hard to read the audience like we can't mm. see their smiles we can't tell are they actually enjoying this like are, are you know the only That's way we can point. see that is if they're up and moving around and dancing and, and when we have like the the benefit concert that we did it was packed to capacity but everybody had to have a mask on so people didn't have enough room to get up and dance around a whole lot or you know things like that and so it was it adds a different dynamic to it to be able to tell how are how are people actually getting this and, and so it has been interesting but yeah i think in general people are more eager more engaged because they've been missing that from their lives. That's such a good point that you bring up the whole uh, not being able to see the expressions on people's face because I think as a lot of musicians are taught, you know, you want to focus and try and find somebody in the audience you can connect with. And so that's really interesting that, you know, you don't have that friendly face or seeing that person that, you know, that, that the song is like breaking them emotionally and just to like really tap into. So I, I found that that's interesting that you're bringing that up. Yeah, I'll just I'll just speak to that just just briefly. So much of what Vocalocity does is, is audience interaction. We competed in Harmony Sweepstakes twice, once winning first place, once winning second place. This was way back when, but both times we we won audience favorite. So that's been a core value or just part of our core is connecting with our audience. So that has been interesting to to not be able to fully do that over this past year. I do want to take um, a minute because there's a really big thing we wanted to talk with you guys about today. You just dropped an amazing music video. We built this city and it's awesome even if Scott had never heard the song before. So we, we've noticed that many groups are flocking to virtual content. Thank you, COVID. And some of the groups are using various processes to get that content out. And so I'm, I'm curious, can you walk us through what process you took to get that video up to snuff because it's really good. And to our listeners, if you haven't watched it, you you need to go watch it right right now. Can I just say uh, something? I, I'm going to hand it over to Jake, but I'm just being married to Jake. This song, this video, 
this is Jake's brainchild of like a year ago. So a year ago, he started planning, thinking about what he wanted this music video to be. And we, of course, had planned to do it way sooner than we did. You know, (laughs) this was supposed to be last spring, you know, in the spring, we were going to be releasing this video. And anyway, so this is another one of Jake's brain children, I should say. So Jake, with that, what, what do you, what do you think? What do you want to say? Yeah. So the process of creating a video in COVID was, it was, yeah, very, very interesting, but it actually provided a lot of opportunity that we otherwise wouldn't have had as far as location is concerned. So we, we were able to film this video at the, uh, what is it called? The Union Event Center in Salt Lake City. And because they were kind of shut down, we had a connection. We were able to record our video there free of charge, which was great for us because we kind of lost all of our revenue for for the year. That was a blessing. But as far as filming goes, Amanda said, I had been planning it for a while. And when we actually sat down and kind of storyboarded the video, we, we thought through what we wanted people to feel. We wanted people to know about us and what we wanted them to think. And we wanted people to feel joy when they watched this music video. We wanted them to feel nostalgia. We wanted them to smile. We wanted them to get up and dance. We wanted them to think, who the heck is Vocalocity? I've never heard of this group before because, you know, we're not super well known. And it's been amazing the response to go back and read some of the comments people have made on our video. They were expressing all the things we wanted them to feel and know. One guy's like, hey, that took me way back to to, to my high school days when we built the studio came out. Out and another person messaged me. They're like, "I my kids have been dancing to your video every day. Like they want to watch it every day." And so, so it's it's been amazing. So I think just starting out with a good vision and then storyboarding it out, and then we had an amazing film person, Mike Johnson, came and, and filmed the video for us. He's our sound guy, and he, he's also somebody we found during COVID. He did a lot of travel with big names, but because of COVID, he kind of wasn't able to do that. And so he's actually in the construction business right now. Um, but oh, wow. he was able to step in and help us and he had the time to do that. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of the music video. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, everything that you mentioned is like, well executed. I'm like, I get that classic rock. I get that high energy. It was like well thought out. And so kudos to Matt and you and the group for bringing that to life. And I know that Alicia and I, you know, we've been told, I mean, the group that I, have kind of returned to a bit that we're singing with again. We've been playing around with all these video ideas and stuff. And I think that people don't aren't aware of how much work goes into creating something like that. So it definitely seemed like a passion project. And I'm very curious because I know Ryan, you have been in the group, you know, a bit longer than a lot of the other members, you know, for you personally, what does this like video mean to you? Like being able to to kind of produce something, be a part of this, knowing that having seen where the group was to where they are now. I think production value is huge. Of course, nowadays, I think it's easier than when we started. Back in the day, to release a video would have been taping a, putting it on it, what, a VHS cassette tape, (laughs) sticking in it, and then to distribute it, you would have to have a distributor send it to people to get it to watch. I mean, we're talking, this is pre-YouTube, I guess you could say, when we were, it was just kind of coming out back when we were first getting started. So, I mean, I know that dates us, but at the same time, that's not that long ago. Like how far we've come and to be able to have the equipment and things to do the things I think is huge. But then also, I think one thing I've learned over the years is to get the right help. You can do so much yourself and you can put so many things together yourself. 
But to have a core of people around you that are really good at what they do is essential, I think, in any type of group to, I mean, somebody might bring the the musicality to the group. And, and if the group doesn't have that music director type of person, maybe get somebody to come and help you out and, and get another listen on the group. Or, you know, same thing with, with media and video. I do video for work and some different things like that. But when it comes to a music video or filming, I can't really be behind the camera and in front of the camera at the same time makes it a little difficult but to have somebody like mike and you know somebody that really knows what they're doing in fact we have like dolly shots and different things we had a guy riding a Segway around us to get one of the moving shots where we're all standing in the middle and it is just the cleanest looking shot it looks like a you know a thousand dollar dolly shot and the guy is you know just kind of buzzing around on this little you know, Segway hoverboard thing. And it was it was just awesome to see. In fact, the first three or four times we recorded that particular thing, I kept moving my head because I kept watching him go around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't move your head. My gosh. But yeah, so I mean, I definitely, I think it's the people that you put in your corner and, and it helps you out just immensely. And I think that's, you know, one thing we, we thought we could do when we were a... You know, just starting out as a group that we could all just do it ourselves. And and there's that's no dog on people that do. I mean, you, you have certain things that you can you can do, but yeah, anyway. Can we talk about your sunglasses for a minute? Sure. That opening shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that like the ring light that Yeah, so that's, that was that's kind of by accident. So I do wear sunglasses quite a bit. I don't know if that's a, a throwback to a, a drummer on a movie that was came out a little while ago but anyways so i i do the percussion in the group <laughs> that thing you there do there you go there you go it's throwing it out there so guy patterson that's right <laughs> anyway so i i would wear wear sunglasses at some of our shows and stuff like that just to give it a different look and so we threw the the glasses on and everybody had done the ring light shot and when i threw my glasses on that ring light just popped Glasses, I'm just amazed so. at how it. We just decided let's like, do Like the look this. of it. It, it worked it out, looks and very it was cool. kind of. I would say the shot was kind of accidental that that was what it was, but ended up looking awesome. So definitely shoot. Another thing I would say is if you're shooting a, a music video, shoot more than you think you need. So you always have Very enough to to fill in. No, there because if you don't, there will be that one part that just looks like I know we call it uh, a poop Twinkie in the in the video world where <laughs> where uh, it's the, the the video itself is so good it's like a Twinkie but then something like in the background walks across that totally ruins the shot and that's the poop of it so it's like oh it's God. like good and bad and then you can't use it and it's just yeah so poop anyway twinkie. that's the poop twinkie wow i would i, was, I would just add like uh, to be a little bit flexible on the shoot as well because mm -hmm. there were several shots that we tried and we thought it would look really really good and it just didn't translate and so we, we couldn't include those but the sunglasses yes that was that was a good i'm curious from the time the group started learning the music to the time the video dropped can you give me a time frame for what that looked like yeah so well so ryan and i actually when i first joined the group 15 years ago we built this city was the first song we learned really we've been singing okay, I, okay. i've been singing ryan and i have probably sing this song in front of thousands of people it's kind of the anthem of our group and there are, so That's it's awesome. our signature song so we've been singing it for a while but yeah i mean everyone else got. we had it tweaked we had the arrangement tweaked i would say when 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 we started back in the day it was the woodshedding we would listen to the recording and we would say okay you sing this part okay you try this part you like it was it was probably five i'm, I'm not kidding probably five rehearsals to get that arrangement down because 
because we did it by ear. ear. Just wow. kind of went back and forth and said, this sounds great. This sounds good. And we ended up using that arrangement for what, 10, 12 years. Yeah, and then we decided when we had, of course, it was for five guys at that time, too. Mm-hmm. So it's, once we got these new members in the group, we had it rearranged. And man, it just went from. We added the yeah. we're not going to take it portion. Oh, I love that. Awesome. Just elevates yeah. the song to a new level. Well, and, and that's talking about evolution of acapella, it, the mashup. I mean, the mashup is part of that evolution of acapella. It's like, you can't just do one song anymore. <laughs> like, you have to throw <laughs> something else in. Yeah, and that's what acapella groups do better than anyone else. They When they do those mashups, you know, it's ridiculous. And just hearing all of this, you know, I, I think it just goes to show, you know, with the right prep work, with the right team behind you, man, amazing things are created, which is what we were seeing here in this We Built This City video by you guys. It's wonderful. We want all of our listeners, please go check it out. And on that note, we do have to take a quick commercial break, but don't go anywhere because we're going to come right back and continue speaking with Vocalocity right here on Talkapella. Want to learn from the best? You should check out Acapella Masterclass, where professionals at the top of their field show you how they became the best and how you can too. Learn from award-winning experts like Kristen Dennehy, Lisa Forgish, Trin Friss-Roundsfeld, Aaron Jensen, Blake Lewis, and more. We discuss topics like arranging, barbershop, beatboxing, composition, looping, social change, and things of the like. Go to acapellamasterclass.com to learn all the details. Acaville, helping you be the best acapella musician you can be. Thanks for joining us for our final segment on Acapella Today here with Vocalocity. We've been chatting about the members' individual musical backgrounds, how they came to acapella, how they came to Vocalocity. We can't forget that we talked about their music video. So if you haven't watched We Built This City yet, go do that. It is amazing. And you, I mean, I hope you will be as impressed as I was with it. You can find that on their YouTube channel or their Facebook, Instagram, which they will talk about here in a little bit. But now it's time for us to have our round of rapid fire questions. So Ryan, Ethan, Scott, Jake, Amanda, and Sarah, are you ready? Let's do this. Brian, how about you? I am always ready. All right, question number one, and we'll pose this to Ryan, Scott, and Amanda. What is your favorite non-musical activity? Woodworking, actually. Outdoors, just hiking, backpacking, running, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have five children, so it's me time. (laughs) I don't know, but probably doing something fun with the kids playing a game, going outside, just doing something fun with my family. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Question two to Ethan, Jake, and Sarah. What is your most embarrassing performance moment? I'm embarrassed to say this, but I was, I think, eight years old and I peed my pants on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like on stage? I don't, haven't really talked about it, so I'm surprised I told you that. <laughs> I'm like, this feels like it's news to some of the members here, unless Amanda, I'm like Amanda, did you know about this? Amanda was the only one that know, uh, knows that. What was that, Sarah? I said, this was last year, not when he was <laughs> Jake, this is Ryan. I thought it was the socks show. Yeah, I forgot my shoes once and, and had to perform a whole set they, with no shoes. They were black socks, so it worked out really well. Did the whole show in socks. It was awesome. Oh, I think my zipper was that's down great. too. But I was just getting like used to the fact that when you speak, people can hear everything you're saying. And I messed up <laughs> on one of my notes and I he, like said out loud into the microphone. She said, this is stupid. Oh, I said, <laughs> oh, this is stupid. I said that. Stupid. In the microphone. I don't think that anybody, I think maybe my mom caught it, but 
I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I said that out loud. Because, you know, in rehearsal, sometimes when you mess up, you're like, dang it, I missed it. That was so stupid. For some strange reason, I just said it out loud. All of our, oh, holy night, beautiful. So I haven't gotten over that. And I've made sure every time we sing that or sing anything, I'm like, don't talk. Don't. You're here performing. You know, so Ethan, what about you? Aside from just like forgetting words and notes during songs i'd say my <laughs> most embarrassing performance was a lack of a performance during the benefit concert i actually had covid and so i wasn't what? there <laughs> so oh, if no. you go back oh. and like listen to the benefit concert you'll you'll hear me like we recorded three of the songs so you'll hear me as a track in the other song but if you go and listen to the other songs that they sing it's a different bass that they got the recording of and just patched in. So I wasn't there. So that was Aww. probably the most embarrassing since I had. And I had to lip sync along with that bass to make it look like, so it wasn't yes, just coming out did. of nowhere. Oh, wow. He lip synced my Performance for the ages. <laughs> Roll with the punches. That's fantastic. Yep. People would come up to us and say, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you guys were able to find a bass. Your bass did so good. Your bass oh, was spot on. That's fantastic. Great. All right, question number three for Ryan, Scott, and Amanda. Cats or dogs? Cats. But Jake's allergic to cats, so I'll never oh, have one. Oh, that's so sad. I'm allergic to cats as well. My wife's a cat person, but I'm allergic to cats, so. My husband and I are both, and I tell everyone this when we ask this question. We have three cats. We don't have a dog. If we had a yard, we would have a dog, but we don't have a yard. We live in a townhouse. And we found out after we got all three cats that my husband is also allergic to Oh, them. no. <laughs> so I was like, so at what point do you want to get rid of the cats? And he goes, when they die. And I'm like, all right, they can live like 20 plus years. All right. Question four to Ethan, Jake, and Sarah. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Steak and salad. No, that's two. Steak salad. Okay. I would eat Biscoff cookies for the rest of my life. <laughs> 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 Those are so good. Good choice. The ones you get Boom. on the airplane. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem. I'd probably go with pizza. That's that's what I would do too. Nice. Keep it simple. Yep. Yep. Like a good variety on it, you know. Yep. Yeah. Any kind. Yeah. Know, any kind. Yeah. Supreme, probably. I don't know. I probably go with pizza. All the top. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. All the toppings, and you, your bases are covered. Question number five for Ryan Scott Amanda. Probably. I don't know. If you were in a movie about your life, everybody tells me I look like Amy Poehler. Oh, oh my, my gosh! gosh yes. yes. I can see it. I can see so it. So when I was when it. I was younger younger it was more reese witherspoon but now okay. i can be polar well you've had similar hair too yeah mm -hmm. that's fantastic <laughs> so i mean if if i was a funny like <laughs> if i was a comedian amy polar would be really really great but i don't consider myself too funny <laughs> i love it i'll say who i would want to play me is chris pratt but in all honesty i have kind of a man crush on him so <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my reason why how about ryan well I don't know, the, the, the couple that I first thought of are actually not around anymore. Chris Farley, John Candy would have oh, been yeah, also yeah. one I would totally throw in there. But if you went with somebody that was around today, I would probably say either Nick Offerman yes. from Parks and we Rec. Got a, you have to say we've got a Parks and Rec thing going on here. <laughs> or, goodness, I'm trying to think of any, yeah, probably probably Nick Offerman, maybe a little Horatio Sands. Nice. He's got kind of my my outlook on life. I haven't I seen him in anything in some time. But yes. So he's guy. like he he always shows up in uh, little Perfect. you know co I don't know parts on some shows. Okay. I've seen him okay. on a few. Yeah. Nice. nice. All right. So Ethan, Jake, and Sarah, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Another food question. Oh yeah. 
Stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Wow. Ooh, look at that. I agree. <laughs> no. My all-time favorite one is anything that has to do with sweet potatoes and yams. My mother-in-law um, toasts the marshmallow on top. Yeah. It's just brown sugar. Yeah. Nice. No one likes stuffing. No. I'm with you, Jake and Ethan. Yeah. That's my favorite, the best. So. I'm I'm with Sarah on that. Well, Sarah, <laughs> yeah. if you're eating if you're eating stovetop like insta stuffing, then oh, then that, oh, makes, then that makes sense. sense. I, get I, that. I get that. But if it's like oh, okay, yeah, maybe if it's legit, homemade, the real. I maybe I just need to come to your Thanksgiving then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Awesome, awesome. Question number seven. What is your all-time favorite holiday movie? Probably Elf. Nice. I'm going to have to go with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Classic. That's right. The one I have to watch every year, there's two of them actually, are White Christmas and Holiday Inn. Nice. Good old Bing Crosby. Thank you. All right. Next question. What's the best advice you've ever been given? I can go. I'd say it's probably from one of my college professors. He just advise his students one day like out of the blue in class just to go for something like walk forward be happy about it and just walk towards something that you like doing and if you are constantly walking for or, like working on something that you like doing like you're gonna end up in a good spot in life so that's that's probably one of the best pieces of advice i, can... I don't remember who told me this but it was really simple but they said that to worry about something is to suffer twice and I love that because oh, oh. I am I'm really big with overthinking and over worrying and it's just kind of cool to just not care what people think not worry about it because you're just making yourself suffer so don't worry be happy I like it for me the best advice I received was when I was actually I, I had met Amanda and a church leader had said when you Find the right person to marry, move rapidly. Until you find the right one, move cautiously. And so he knew that I uh, loved Amanda, and so he counseled me to marry her, and that was the best advice I ever received. Aww. So much advice, but that, that really was the that best was decision I've ever made. So. I love that. That's great. great advice. Christmas music before or after Thanksgiving? Before. We're we got it. We got we got Christmas music going first second week in November. No comment. No comment. No comment. No. I think with this year everything has an asterisk by it cuz everything's okay. just different. Like sports mm -hmm. and everything are going to have an asterisk by everything like Whoever won the championship is going to be an asterisk. Oh, well, you didn't have all the teams or you didn't have all the stuff. I would say with Christmas music this year, for sure, as soon as Halloween was done, my kids were putting up Christmas stuff. Because honestly, if you're going to look forward to something, look forward to Christmas this year, any other year after Thanksgiving. So that's my thought. I'm the kind of person that just says, listen to whatever music you want to when it strikes you. So, like, if you if it's July and you want to listen to Christmas music, go ahead and do it. Probably just do it in private. That's great. What's, what's funny about oh, being in an acapella great. group is you actually start listening to Christmas Christmas music yeah. in August because yeah. okay. you start in the summer preparing. Yeah, that's true. All right, last question here: Doctor Seuss or Shakespeare? Doctor Seuss. Doctor Seuss. Do you know who Shakespeare is? Rome and Juliet and Hamlet. So I go Shakespeare and the hat. Doctor Seuss and I share the same birthday. Oh wow! Look at you, fancy. My claim to fame. That's the one secret you dish out at parties. So thank you all so much for that wonderful round of rapid fire questions. I loved all those answers. They were great. We always like to end our show by giving our audience something that they can walk away with. So we always like to ask our guests if they can offer some advice to our listeners. So if you were to offer some short advice to all the listeners out there enjoying today's show, what would you say? 
and we can start with whoever would like to go first. I have an idea. Just, well, it's great advice in general, but be yourself. You do whatever kind of music you love and you know that you will find people who love the same thing. And so if you just... Do what you love and do it with passion and do it with planning, like planned. I think planning is a, is a big part of it. But if you do what you love, I just think people will follow because they'll catch your fire. I have one. I have been saying this recently that you just, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. And you have to take chances when you have them. Don't be afraid. I think if I wouldn't have taken the chance to join Velocity, I would have missed this whole year of incredible experiences and this video and being a part of this group. So just don't let anything hold you back. If you want to do something in music, whether it's music or YouTube or whatever the heck, being a chef, whatever you want to do, just do it. And you never know what could happen. I'd probably say be positive. Like, yeah, there are going to be tough times. There are going to be times that are better than others, but... If you can just be positive and put a smile on, it makes the good times great and the bad times bearable. And I mean, kind of what Sarah said, don't worry, it always works out. And that's why we can be positive because it works out. We're okay. Life goes on and the sun will always shine. So yeah. I, I would add, so somebody, I can't remember who said this, but they said, go quietly in the direction of your dreams. I just don't agree with that. Let people know what your dreams are and go after them and full force charge towards your dreams, charge towards what you want in life. Because Ryan and I have been doing this a long time and we're, we're getting older and I'm not sure how much more time we have to be in this group and to pursue our music and to perform in front of people. So my advice for people is don't hold back. Don't let fear stop you from from going towards what you want in life. Don't go quietly towards your dreams, charge towards them. I guess mine would be uh, kind of along those lines with what Jake was saying, but people give a lot of excuses about not doing one thing or another, saying that they don't have time for it. You have time, you have to make time for whatever it is you really want to do and whatever you set as a priority, you will always have time for. And so we as a, as a society waste a lot of time and do things that aren't as valuable as they, as others. And so you know, if being in an acapella group or pursuing one passion or another is something you really want to do, you have to make time for it. You have to sacrifice one thing or another. We all have the same amount of time in a day. It's what we do with that time that allows us to be successful or to, I don't want to say fail, but to be not as successful. Yeah, I think along those same lines, living in the present and making sure that uh, you're doing what you want to do right now is huge. In fact, I heard a quote a little while ago that was, depression is worrying about the past. And anxiety is worrying about the future. And so you can pretty much get rid of both of those by just looking at what you're doing right now and doing it to the best extent. I mean, if, if I look back, there's a lot of things even in my past acapella groups. I'm like, man, I wish we would have done this or I wish we would have found this guy or I wish, you know, there's a lot of wishing and stuff and it can really just I'll take you down. You can learn from those things, but I, I really think that living in the present and making sure that you're doing what you want to do right now is hugely important. Yeah, thank you all so much. I think each of you gave uh, us as well as the listeners something that we needed to hear today. So I loved all of, all of that advice. It was it was wonderful. On that note, if our listeners wanted to learn more about what you all are doing, see any kind of upcoming news, projects, anything like that, where could they go? Yeah, they, they could go to our website, vcity6.com. We usually post all of our content there, or they could go to our Facebook page, facebook.com. Is that the number, the number six, six or, or six written out? Uh, number six. City okay. number six. Yep. Or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash vocalocity. You can also find us on Instagram with the handle vcity6. 
and we're also on YouTube as well. So yeah, come check us out. We we do have, we are going to be, yeah, we've got a Christmas video coming out in, in December. We're super excited about, so stay tuned for that. Three songs on iTunes and all streaming platforms. So if they, if they love We Built the City and they think it's a bop, they can stream that and download it and you can find us on iTunes, iTunes and Spotify, Spotify, Amazon Music. Yeah. I'm like, that song is definitely a certified bop, so definitely go give that another <laughs> listen. We're going to plug that one more time. Go watch We Built This City. Okay. Old guy old, old guy <laughs> question here. How do you get that term bop? How long has that been around? I heard some, I saw somebody say that on Facebook the other day. I was like, okay, I, I get what they mean from context, but I, I, I've never heard anybody say that in a conversation. So oh, like, yeah. it's such a bop. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think well, I, it's a good song when they call it a bop, Scott. So that's okay. all that yeah. I think it's coming it just, back. Yeah, like resurfaced like in the last like year or yeah. so. I don't know what it happened, but yeah, but we all know what it means. But yeah, th- so please go give a follow to uh, Vocalocity. Check out everything that they're on, all the platforms, uh, download music, watch videos. You will not be disappointed. Alicia, if our listeners wanted to learn more about your work. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is e.squared1989. How about you, Brian? As always, you can find me on Twitter at thebrianalex, Brian with an I. As always, go give Talkapella follow. We are on Twitter at Talkapella, two Ps, two Ls, and check out our website at talkapella.org for past episodes. And we also want to make sure that we give a shout out to Aquaville Radio. They are the wonderful platform that we are able to stream this show through and speak to such amazing and incredible guests each week. On that note, that's going to wrap up today's show. We want to thank Vocalocity so much for joining us. They were an absolute blast to speak to and just, you know, just have a good time just spending a day with. So thank you all so much. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Not a problem. For everything else, stay tuned.